Welcome back to another episode of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former UC basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the legendary coach, my man, Bob Huggins. And I was fortunate enough to wear the iconic Jordan brand unis during my time. Now, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. I'm on Snapchat, at Big Meach 41, and soon to be on TikTok. That's right. Now, this is the special edition of the podcast, my interview series with a very special guest. All right, Bearcat fans, I'm excited to welcome in this former Bearcat walk-on. And listen, I, I enjoy talking to all the former you know, players when I do these interviews, but I'm really excited for this one because I've known this guy since he was a kid. You know, I watched him all four years at UC, and I really felt part of his process. He played from 2013 to 2017, and I'd like to welcome in my guy, Zach Tobler, a.k.a. Tobler Time. What up, Z? <laughs> How y'all doing? Doing well, doing well, man. What are you up to these days? Just working, really. I'm an accountant project engineer at Skanska USA Building. Uh, we're an international construction manager and uh, helping coach basketball at uh, my high school alma mater, Cuff Calf. That's awesome, man. Um, and and it's, great, it's, it's great to hear that you're you know working in the community right now and giving back to your to your school and coaching. And, and I do want to talk about Cubcast. So I want to rewind the tape and talk about your <laughs> high school career. Okay. So we've known each other and most people don't know this, but I've known you since like sixth or seventh grade, something like that. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that's when it was, uh, or when I started kind of coming up doing some skill, skill work and stuff with you. Uh, probably right around, right around. Yeah. Sixth or seventh grade. Something like that. And what's crazy Zach is when you used to come up to the gym and I used to work you out, I, I would always tell your dad, like, man, he, he could be a really good high school basketball player. And it was just a matter of you just kind of zoning in and, and kind yeah. of figuring some things out. But there was one thing I remember. Let's see if you remember this. You used to come into my office <laughs> and you used to have these headphones. Do you remember this? <laughs> yeah. And you would oh, yeah. come in blaring like heavy metal. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it like heavy metal. It would just be like regular rock stuff like that. Oh, okay, it was regular rock. So, see, so see, I, listen, I listen to like every everything right now. Like right now, things. or I guess I always, I always have, always listen to everything. But like my go-to is like you know, the rock genre. Like like who who would you listen to when you would come in? Uh, when I was that when I was that age, I was listening to like a lot of Metallica, ACDC, you know, a lot a lot of the old old school, you know, seventies, eighties, nineties, oldie but goodies. Gotcha. Yeah, right, so, right. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about high school. So you get into high school, you go to Cubcast, and what type of high school basketball career do you feel you had? Uh, I I think it uh, I think I had it was fine. I don't think it was anything, you know, crit crazy um i i really really took off once um coach Rusats, who's there now once he took over going into my junior year um mm-hmm. i think that's when i really you know I, I fell in love with basketball even more and i i my skill level got improved tremendously 
um, once he got in there, I really started, you know, learning the game, the nuances of the game, how to how to actually play and play it right. Um, so he helped kind of my, you know, career take off a little bit. You know what, and I, I agree with that because I, I really feel like I started to see you mature and, and really love the game. And I think there was like, wasn't your, your junior year, and we had talked like after that game, didn't you have like 36 or something like that points one game? Yeah, I had I had thirty thirty six and seventeen on sixteen shots. <laughs> I, 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 re- I shot I re- a lot of layups. Hey, thirty six is thirty six any way you slice it. So that's I, I remember. What game was that? Who was that against? I don't even remember. Oh God, we were playing. We were playing Scott High School uh, in Kentucky, okay. and they were. Yep. That was. I mean, they're you know they're not great now they just haven't had the talent recently once the i think the omar kid left um they haven't had the talent that they have in the past but uh yeah i i didn't play the whole fourth quarter either we were we were up by like 15 20 and coach that took me out he wouldn't let me play the fourth quarter i was yeah you know, I, I wasn't mad but i was you know was you, hey, if you'd have played the fourth z you, oh, you might have had a 50 piece i would have i, I, I would have been close to it I think the Cuffcast record is fifty. I would have been close to it. I wow. think I could have. I think I could have got it. But now you you played lacrosse <laughs> too. Is that right? Didn't you play yeah. lacrosse? Yeah, okay. I, play, I was a I was a goalie in lacrosse. Uh, I played that um, pretty much as long as I played basketball. Almost. I mean, I started I started organized basketball in third grade, and I started organized lacrosse in fourth. Um, played that all through senior year of high school. Yeah. Um, and, and Jordan, your brother, he he's. Yeah. Big in the lacrosse. Oh yeah, yeah, he's big. What's crazy? Well, so he's at Otterbein up in Columbus now, um, playing with them, and uh, he's doing really well going into his senior, going into his senior year. So I'm excited to see his last last year um, playing there. But he used to not, he used to not like it at first. Like he really didn't want to play, and I would force him to like go in the backyard with me and you know mm-hmm. toss with me and get better and stuff, and then. You know, once he started to hit, you know, that eighth, seventh, eighth grade kind of, and then that's when he didn't really want to follow him. He played basketball freshman year, and then right, didn't, I remember didn't, that. Didn't didn't really want to play after that, and he took off with lacrosse, and he's been doing really well with it ever since. So he owes, he owes it all to you. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But <laughs> it definitely so, helps. Yeah. So you finish up, uh, you know, your high school career and. Um, you know, now you need to make the decision. What do you do? What's the next step? And a lot of young people that are seniors have to go through this process. It's like, do I go play college basketball? What opportunities do I have? Do I have D3? And if it's a D3, do I want to go to a small school or would I rather go to a big school? So talk to us a little bit about your experience, your senior year, and that thought process of what what you wanted to do after high school. So, I, you know, it's such a hard decision for for people because, you know, they've been playing basketball or whatever sport, you know, their whole whole life. Um, so for for me, you know, I had a lot of I had a lot of Division three offers, you know, mm-hmm. within the, the tri-state area. Yep. Um, what not to play as a under undersized big, not very athletic. So, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know. I went and visited a lot of different D three schools and there was some there was some small D two schools that called but they were like there was one in uh, I think it was Vermont somewhere and the guy said the closest 
metropolitan city was like Montreal, which was like two and a half hours away or something. I was like, uh, yikes. I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. So, uh, you know, I was leaning to go to a couple different division three schools. And then I was like, you know, I was going to hang it up. You know, I was going to say, I was going to, I decided to go to UC and I was just going to be, you know, a regular, regular student, not play at all. You know, I was going to be be done, hang up, hang up the jersey and all. Mm-hmm. And the summer, uh, I want to say it was the middle, probably early, early summer um, before my freshman year, um, a guy named Joe Frederick, I played, I played basketball. His one son, his younger son, um, Nick, I grew up, grew up with him, played with him throughout grade school, high school, um, mm-hmm. everything. So he and, Joe, and Joe's Joe's son Nick went to uh, Bellarmine. He played a yes. little bit of Bellarmine, yeah, right? He, yeah, yep. he went he went to Bellarmine and ended up transferring to Thomas More actually. Yep. Um, fit, finish out his degree there. Um, Joe played <laughs> Notre Dame too. We got yeah, we got to point yep. that out. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe's a big time player from the uh, Cincinnati area. Went on to play Notre Dame. The yep. whole you know whole nine yards. Um, so he was he was friends with coach coach Cronin and we were in uh we were in his backyard you know one day just playing some pickup games or whatever in Joe's backyard yeah, yeah just he's got like a, a full court in his backyard it's pretty sweet so okay. we have to go go over there um so I was I was over there with them and we were playing and whatnot and he was like hey what do you you know UC's walk on uh, Eppensteiner just graduated. Like, what do you what do you think about walking on there? I'm like, I mean, that'd be sweet. My whole my dad's whole side of the family is all um, UC fans, so you know naturally I was a UC fan growing up. Um, I was like, yeah, I mean that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So yep. he he calls. Um, I guess he called called Mick. And a couple of weeks later, Coach Savino uh, called called me up and was like, hey, we want you to. Want you to come to come watch one of our open gyms and come play with us, you know, one one day in the summer. And I was like, all right, that's cool. So I go 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 up there for a uh, for one of their open gyms. I think I just watched the first. I I went one day, just kind of watched the watch the workout. Sat there, watched the workouts, watched them do do everything. Um, and then he called me back and said, hey, why don't you come actually play, you know, play with us one day at an open gym. Like, okay, so I go up and, you know, go play with them one day. First first possession, I'm going against, have to guard Justin Jackson. So I'm like, you know, I know this guy, you know. (laughs) And they tried tried to, uh, like, first first possession come down. They they throw throw the ball to him. I swear you. Right, yeah, yeah. Tried to and everything. And you know, I held held my own. I stopped him that one time, and I did okay. I didn't do anything. You know, I was just trying to, you know, stay in my lane, not trying to do yep. do anything crazy. Um, and they just kept calling me back. Ever, you know, hey, you want to come to this? And then once once school got enrolled, they had me coming to you know all the practices and stuff uh, and all that. And it's funny because they never they never actually like said, hey. Zach, you know, you, <laughs> you made you made the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So same for I'm, me. Same I, for I didn't. Me. I never. I never. I mean, besides like my you know family and some of my close friends or whatever, 
you know, I was telling, you know, I tell them obviously that I was going to practices and stuff, but I never told anybody that I actually made the team yep. until, until like the first actual game against, I think our first, we had one scrimmage game against, against Bellerman. I think it was our first one where we actually put on like the real uniforms and all that. Uh-huh. And they gave me a uniform in my locker and I was like, wow, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm actually, you know, doing right. this thing for the long haul. Uh, but it was just kind of funny. There was never that like, hey, congrats, you know, you made the team. It was just, they just kept calling, you know, calling me, calling me back, telling me to come, you know, this is when you need to be at practice. Blah, blah, blah. Which yeah. is crazy because I, yeah. I, I kind of went through the same thing where I never knew and I never <laughs> told, and I never told anybody because I didn't want right. to tell someone. Yeah, exactly. Happened. Exactly. And, you know what I'm saying? Then they're like, oh, yeah. you're bullshitting the whole time. Right, right, right. So I, I totally feel you. But I think there's one thing with you that really helped you in that whole walk-on process, you say, when you went to the open gyms. Um, you got a good size. How tall are you? Uh, I'm like 6'5", just you're under like, six, six, four and three quarters, something if you want to get specific. <laughs> right. But but when, when coaches look at walk-on players, they look and they go, okay, you know, there's like a couple boxes that, that walk-ons need to check. Can they compete in practice? Can they help us in practice when guys get tired and go down? Are they good quality kids? You know, will they do what they're supposed to do in the classroom? You checked all those boxes. So I think also your size, you compete like hell. So it's no surprise when, when you tell me they isolate, you know, JJ on you and you held your <laughs> own. That that doesn't surprise me at all. So I think you had a lot of a lot of good things going into that. And the crazy thing is I've known you, you know, as you started to walk on process, I had known you years prior. I didn't even know you were going through the walk on process. We didn't even have that conversation yeah. until a little later. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't, like you said before, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to tell anybody and, you know, right. and it not happen or, you know, whatever. But, yeah. Now, um, let's we, we, you you kind of brushed over this a little bit, but we got to touch upon this. You, you grew up in northern Kentucky, uh-huh. and and we all know the water over there is different when it comes to college basketball. The water is blue. <laughs> I don't. I, I, obviously, Louisville has a great program and a great team, but it, Kentucky, it's it's UK. Um, how did you become a Bearcat fan when you're in a in a in a blue state for for the Wildcats? Yeah, so it's crazy. My so, like I said, my dad's whole side, all his brothers and sister and his dad, they're all all UC fans, and my mom's whole side of the family is all UK fans. And I <laughs> and I, I maybe I don't know if it was just my dad or you know, I just kind of leaned that way uh, instead instead of towards my mom's side. Yeah. Uh, with all the the crazy UK fans, uh, yeah, crazy right, <laughs> crazy the right. That's the that's the nice way to put it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, your 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 mother and father, Matt and Liz, they're like the greatest people in the world. And I, you know, I, obviously I I knew you in high school and before, but even when you were playing at UC, just they were there every single game supporting you. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell you, there's one thing with you know being a Bearcat. And playing for UC, um, not not every player has the opportunity for their parents to be at games because guys come from, you know, Ju- uh, Justin Jennifer's coming from Baltimore, and Justin Jackson's coming yeah. from Florida, 
son Kilpatrick from White Plains, New York. So, you know, their parents can't be at everything. But your your parents were at every game and on top of being at every game, they were so social with everybody. Like Troy oh, Jean's yeah. mother. They loved her and took her to dinner and, and that was so cool to see your parents wrap their arms around I think that Bearcat community too. Yeah, and they I mean it's you know, I'm thankful that they were able to come to everything. Like you said, there's a lot of guys that just aren't from around here. So their parents or family members or whatever couldn't have easily come to the games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, you know, Troy's mom was, she was able to come to, I mean, I don't, I mean, she didn't miss many, <laughs> many more games than my parents did. Right. Yeah. You could hear. Oh yeah. It could be, there could be, there could be twenty thousand people there, and you'd you'd hear Mrs. Copain. Well, oh, she's, she's well, the greatest. She's the greatest. You know, yeah. She's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, I love her. Um, she actually, you know, after the first first couple ga- couple games, you know, my my parents were sitting next to her. One night, they're like, oh, "Are you driving up here every single game?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I guess she was just staying in a hotel, so they actually offered her my old room back at home. So every time she would come up, you know. She would stay at my parents' house. I remember um, that, and all that. So it's kind of, it was kind of neat, neat to to see, you know. Absolutely, and that's 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 what I'm saying with you know your parents wrapping your arms around the the basketball community, and that's that's very important. I think that you guys did the same thing for uh, for Darnell for Wilkes as well. I mean, he was he became part of the family. Yeah, too. I oh, think yeah. he would come over there and eat your guys' food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He he's a great guy too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, let, let's jump into your freshman year, 2013, 2014. You've you've made the team, um, which they didn't tell you you made it, but you made the team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you chose number 45, uh, Michael Jordan's comeback uh, number, his baseball number, and his comeback number for a short period. But why did yeah. you choose number 45? <laughs> um, I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't I don't know. I, I you know, it's just kind of. <laughs> Uh, a great answer. Like, I mean, there was, I, yeah, I know. I don't have some, you know, great elaborate story on that. Unfortunate, unfortunately, it just kind of, I think, I think, I think I, I think I tried to get, I think I tried to get my high school number. What you were in high school? I can't remember. 30, I was 34 in high school. So okay. I think I, tr- I think I tried to get that. And then for some reason they didn't have, they didn't have that. So I just, you know, went, went with a, I don't want to say a random number, but I wasn't trying to go with anything fancy, like trying to be number 23 or something. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I, I, I ask almost everyone that comes on the show that I interview, you know, why they chose the number they chose, and everyone has, like, some kind of deep answer. And yeah. Kobler says, I don't Dude, know. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know. So you, like, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> right, right. How was it? So you go, as you said before, you know, Alex Eppensteiner was the walk-on before you. He was there four years, and, and Alex is just the greatest kid. He played in my AU yeah. basketball program, and he was so consistent. You know, you could always count on Alex. So, you know, you come in. What was that like? Like, you come in as the new walk-on, and there was somebody before you. And, and, and here's here's something interesting. When I walked on, there was really nobody prior to me that was kind of like a blueprint for a walk-on. I was kind of like they had never had someone – like every walk-on prior to me was a preferred 
guy that was a scholarship yeah. somewhere else or right. you know but but you you come in following a long line of a uh, lot of great walk-ons with Eppenstein or Meeker and all that how was that it was, you know it's cool um the first the first couple first probably four handful of games they would they'd be chanting like his name and stuff because they had no idea. No, <laughs> people had no idea who I was. Uh, they just they just wait you know, wait, wait, so, wait 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 I, I did not know this. They would they yeah. would thought you Eppensteiner. I don't know if they thought I was Eppensteiner or they just didn't know who I was, so they didn't know what else to do. <laughs> so it's probably it's probably the first you know three four or five games or so. That's um, too good. Games that games that you know we would be up by a lot at the end. I should say. That's too good. <laughs> Um, and I, I think I met. I think the first time I actually met him, I think I met him and his parents. I want to say before one of those games, but or after one, you know, one of those early on games in November or something like that. They'd come mm-hmm. to me and introduce themselves to me. Very nice people. Oh, great um, people! Nicest people ever. They're like, hey, you know, we're happy for you. You know, can't wait to watch you the next next few years. Um, so it was, you know, it was cool. It was cool getting to, getting to meet them and getting to you know meet him. Um, you know, he obviously came came before me and all that. So, and and you come to a, I mean, if you really look at it, you you start your first year with two, I think, you know, superb, great senior leadership with Sean Kilpatrick and and Justin Jackson. I mean, those are those are two great guys. Um, oh yeah. You know, and and so. You know, I mean, it's a good team. I think the guys were twenty-seven and seven that year, first in the league. Yeah, we were made it up to you know number five in the nation or something at one point. Um, yeah, we were having a really had a really good year. Um, got a five seed in the tournament, and stuff like that. Crazy. Uh, how, how was that? So you go from playing high school basketball in Northern Kentucky against the <laughs> number five team in the country. You know, it's kind of you know, it's kind of surreal. You don't really, you don't really, you know, realize you know realize how. I don't want to say incredible that is, but like just to be, you know, have be on a team that's you know ranked that you know high, uh, in the you know one of the top ten teams in the country, which is right. just, you know it's you don't really think about a whole lot in the moment. You know, it's more kind of like an after. You know, like we're we're really that. You know, you don't think you're. I mean, you think you're good, but right. Uh, what what type of what type of challenges do you feel like you faced that that first season? Uh, my myself personally, yeah, just, just adjusting to you know the athleticism and you know how talent. You know, obviously everybody is insanely not only insanely talented, but they're just. You know, you take the most athletic person that you've ever met, and that's every everybody on every team. You know, you know, you just got you're not not you're not used to it, but like you know, you gotta you gotta learn. Especially me, I'm not you know, I definitely don't have the highest vertical or the fastest forty in the world. Right. (laughs) So I had I had I had to learn other ways, you know, to be to be effective and to be you know to be able to compete with them. and I don't, I don't care if you're a walk-on or you're a scholarship guy. Your first year, like even the first couple months, everything oh, is yeah. so oh. fast, right? Oh, def- definitely. You know the the speed of the game. You got you're you know you got to get used to the 
the court, the courts, I mean, even the courts is bigger than a high school court, you know, it's an extra, it's an extra five steps or whatever to get to baseline to baseline. Yep. Um, so that's, that's something, you know, playing two ha- two halves versus, versus one or, you know, versus four quarter. It's just the whole, everything about it's different. You know? And that's why I think a lot of guys struggle their first year. They, they've got to get adjusted. I mean, you just made some great points yeah. with the, the halves or quarters, the length of the court. Uh, yeah. There's just a lot of. It's not. It's not big things, but it's you know, a culmination of a bunch of small stuff that. Yep. Is just big adjustments. Now, how much did you play your your first season? Um, I played. I played a decent amount actually. I. Uh, I don't think I scored at all my freshman year. Actually, okay. I take that back. I had a couple free throws. I think. Okay. But, I you know, I kind of got more playing time obviously as I got older because I could be, I could be trusted to play a little more. Right. Right. Uh, right. But you know, I had I had, you know, as much playing time as I could have expected to have. I should say. Mm-hmm. You know. It, did any games stick out to you that season? Like any any memorable games or experience that first year? Um, we, I mean, most, I mean, most of the time it was, it was games that I didn't, didn't even, didn't even play in. Like we went to the first road trip was out to New Mexico and, and that was when they were a top 25 team. Um, they had that one Cameron Barristow kid who went to the league. They had a couple mm-hmm. really, really nice players and you, you go there and that place is just insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember us being, us being down, um, a little bit in the second half, and you know they're they're one of those places where their student section is right on top of you, and they were yelling at Mick. They're like, "Hey, Mick, you know, put in that kid at the end of the bench. He can probably <laughs> shoot or something like that." And I was just like, "Oh my god!" They're saying all kinds of stuff. It right, it's funny. Um, never been in an environment quite like that. And the one game that really sticks out for me that season was that. Big time win at Louisville. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Twelve. That's one of. I think that is one of my favorite wins in the McCollum like era. Like that's one of my favorite games. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Yum Center is a beautiful arena. Louisville Louisville fans are are great. Like UK Uh fans are crazy. Louisville fans are are, (laughs) you know they're into the game. They understand it. You know they aren't. You know, like too nasty or anything, but it was great to go and see you guys go in there. You want, oh, you yeah. remember that game very well. Oh yeah, I mean, you talk you talk about like you know all the coaches. You know, you hear a lot of coaches say, "Oh, we need to go out there and punch them in the mouth." I mean, you go back and watch the beginning of that game. That's us legitimately going out there, Mike Tyson punching him in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right, right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. You know. Yep. And we just took that momentum and carried it for the rest of the game. You know. It's, no doubt. We had, a, we had a lot of great wins like that that year, you know, or mm-hmm. throughout my career. But now, that one definitely does stick out. Going into – and a lot of kids that, that play high school basketball, they only dream of playing in the in college and hopefully playing at the Division One level. But a lot of kids dream of playing in the NCAA tournament. And you mm-hmm. have a chance to be on a team in the NCAA tournament your first season. Um, but kind of disappointing losing to Harvard that first year. Yeah, it was, 
you know, you drink, you know, if you're most basketball players, you know, dream of playing in the NCAA tournament, you know, making the mark on it or whatever. Being able to be a part of that, my fre- my freshman year was, I mean, it was just, it was insane. Um, you know, I'm thankful that, you know, I got to play on four, t- four teams that made it, made it to yeah. the NCAA tournament. And, you know, going in, you never, you know, you never expect to, to lose it one, it one and done in it. Um, you know, it just seemed like Harvard had our number that that year. Having to go all the way out to the West Coast, you know, is always know. is always tough. We always um, got stuck on the West Coast. It seemed. Oh, like. we got <laughs> yeah. Three of my three of my four years, we were on two years. We were in Spokane, and one we were in Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, you know, you can't make excuses for it all and stuff. It does it does suck because then a lot of your family members and stuff can't. Nobody right. can, no, no, nobody can go out there. So you only, ha- you mean, really, the only fans are out there are the, uh, the boosters and stuff that are able to come out. Sure. Um, yep. And being a whole, you know, whole new time zone and stuff, it's crazy. But and you hate to lose to Harvard because now right. people think about Harvard as a basketball. Yeah. They oh. say, "Oh, that's an academic institution." Right, but they're, I mean, they're, they're good. always good. They're always yeah. good. They always got good players. Um, they're always, you know. They're always very, you know, they're always very talented team. Any of those Ivy League teams, really, but you know, Harvard specifically, they're always, you know, they're always ready to make make some noise or you know, upset teams and stuff like that. Yep, no question. Now, okay, now I want to jump into your sophomore year, 2014 and 2015. Um, a lot of great seniors are gone. Um, in comes Gary Clark, um, kind of like the Gary Clark. <laughs> Air is going to begin, and obviously he left as as um, one of the greats and big time fan favorites. So you 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 were part of watching that process and that maturation for for Gary Clark. Um, your sophomore year was a very different team than your your freshman year. Oh yeah, um, right. I mean, we had what half half the roster turnover. We had a whole mm-hmm. bunch of whole bunch of new new, new players and uh, all that. And it's always difficult. Um, you know, when you have a bunch of new new, new players like that, um, but yeah, Gary, Gary, he was when he first got the got to campus, he's out of shape and soft. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would just bully him like all the time. It's great, mm-hmm. but that was the only year that I could say that. Well, really, the only <laughs> first couple months, and then. <laughs> but but that's the, that. but that's back to what we talked about. Yeah, before. you know, coming in, you're just you know. Phenomenal, phenomenal player, and you're just not used to it at all. And what? So, okay, now I want to talk about the, the, I guess the difference, not only physically, but I think more so mentally, from your first year to your second year. And I know for me, my first year was so, like, mentally taxing on me. My second year, I was more prepared. I was like, I know what to expect in certain situations. I became more of a vocal leader. How was it for you, your second season, compared oh, to the first? Definitely, definitely, and you know, you're able to, you you know, after one year, I knew I knew Mick, I knew the whole coaching staff um, a lot a lot better. I knew, you know, I could pick up on things of how they thought, you know, how they saw the game or whatever. So, you know, more so on, on, you know, somebody would come out on the bench, I could sit there and say, hey, you know, you know, talk to them about what they were thinking out there and, you know, try mm-hmm. to, you know, try to talk to them and, you know, get their, you know, 
get their input on stuff and try to help them and try to help them succeed, you know. For and, sure. You know, second second year coming around, you kind of can know what to expect more if you're not as, you know, green, I guess, as you'd say. Kind right. Of get, what's, get what's going on, you know. You can understand, um, especially, you know, how Mick played with defense and all that, so you could, you know, a new – knew the defense better, knew, you know, all the rotations better and stuff. So I could, I could help, you know, help out more, you know, in a pinch when they're practicing and all that stuff. And um, and how, how were mixed practices at that point? How how were they for you? They, so my, you know, my first year, they were, you know, it felt like they just dragged, you know, I don't say dragged on, but by the time, you know, by the time my second year came around, I was, involved a lot more um in everything um mm-hmm. so actually i mean i i think it was it was better you know it was a lot more fun um because i would you know i did have you know that mindset and i could you know input myself a lot more and all that so right and and you guys were 23 and uh, 11 that season and going into once again going into the ncaa tournament um, it, you guys play. What's so funny is you're from Northern Kentucky. Mom's mm-hmm. side loves UK. You guys end up playing UK, who's the number one, you know, team in the country. Oh, super, I mean, super team. <laughs> and what well, they have like nine NBA guys. That's oh, yeah, they had the uh, they had the their platoon system or whatever they called it. They're they're sub five take their starting five and sub all five of them out and just have another five that's just as good as they were. <laughs> right. I think I yeah. think they that year that year UK made it to the final four. I think they lost to yeah. Wisconsin, right? They did. Duke, they did. That was, yeah, they were undefeated up until then. I'm not gonna lie, it made me so happy when they lost. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, how was that? You know, you guys playing UK and your family kinda Cincinnati, UK. How was <laughs> My, that the house? It was, it was, it was fine. It was fine. Um, it was good. You know, my my mom was a, a UC fan at that point, so it, we we're I was slowly bringing bringing you know my mom along and all that. Right. Um, slowly, slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but you you know that's what I think what hurt us a lot was we went to OT with Purdue and just battle that was That's just a right. war playing playing them um the you know the 48 hours before or whatever it was and yep. they play they played whoever and smoked them by 60 or whatever they beat them by right so you guys emotionally were a little drained and then yeah oh def- definitely definitely what do you remember um, about that uk game besides that you know we were we played fine we were with them up until about you know once they hit about twelve, ten, ten minutes left in the game, they hit they hit a few shots, went on a little run, and and we just ran we ran out of juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember, you know, poor Coriante DeBerry had a big game then. He, yeah, you know, he, he played he played well both of both of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a ter- big tournament guy. So. <laughs> so some of the biggest hands. I, I've oh God, kid, kid was a monster. He could, you know, he could have been an All Pro left tackle if he wanted to. Oh, no question. Oh, kid was a monster. You know, he, 
he 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 was a kid that walked walked into uh, our weight room with Mike Rayfeld first day. Never never touched a weight in his life, and he just picked up the eighty pound dumbbell and starts curling it. <laughs> like it was, not, it was just like one of those unbelievable fans. Are you kidding me? He could have picked up Fifth Third Arena and curled. Oh it. God, just, just about. Do <laughs> Great monster, but one of oh, the yeah. kindest, gentle oh, guys. The, the nicest kid ever. And right. what, was, what was funny was, like, he was so scared of dogs. Like, it could have been, like, the littlest dog ever. <laughs> and he would be, like, on the other side of the stadium in, like, that's, three seconds. That's funny. <laughs> that's how it always is, man. The right, right. dudes are scared, like, the little, yeah. littlest things. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so I'm going to jump into your junior year, 2015-2016. Um, now, I hate to bring this up, but uh, you guys lose to Xavier, and I, I believe that's three years in a row. Yeah. Is that, isn't that right? I, I, it pains me to say that, but yes. <laughs> it's not great. Not great. Wow. Uh, you know, for whatever for whatever reason, like, you know, my fr- my freshman year, they had uh, God. What was the lefty? James Farr, maybe. Dude, just it was one of those nights where it's like we just can't miss. And then was, the, was that was that first year? Was that the one you guys lost by twenty? Was that the twenty point? Yeah, lost. Yeah, yeah. They were they had just dudes making everything. My sophomore yep. year was the little little guard. Um, yep, D Davis. Yeah, that's what that's who it was. Yep. Dude was shooting like eleven percent from the year and hits like and, four or five threes. I'm like, like three. It's like what the just, hell? And he had like the ugliest shot in the world. I know. Terrible. And uh, you know, it's just one of those things. That's why you play the game, I guess they say. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yep. Um, but that 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 had to be at that point very frustrating to lose. Yes. Three then, times then to lose to them a third time being at their place. Yep. Uh, yeah, I remember I, he saw he saw Nick saw me in at the end end of the game there. Everything for like the last two seconds. Oh, you got game, in that right? game? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Pretty, pretty funny. Yeah, I got in for like like thirty seconds or something like one one possession I think. It was. Uh, well, that's cool. You got into a. Crosstown shootout. I got that, that one. That one and senior year at home when we beat them, he, he yeah. put me in for you know another ten seconds or whatever it was. Right. <laughs> but even you know that's awesome for me. You know, right? You and Mick, Mick showed that. you. Mick showed you a lot of love, and we're, we're going to oh, talk def- about that a little bit, a little bit later when we get to senior night. I'm, we're we're going to kind of touch upon, you know, I think Mick definitely really loved what you did for that pro for the program. Um, but but in your, your junior year, back back to that. Um, I, I don't know about you, but for, for me, you know, being a former player and a fan, I felt like that season was frustrating. It was a frustrating season. It uh-huh. it, it was, and you know, I think partially because uh, you know we had so many new guys come in um, my sophomore year. And a lot of those were returning players my junior year. So, you know, we, we did so – we beat Purdue in the tournament, and then we went toe-to-toe with that U.K. team. Um, and so I think we had a lot of expectations for our team to have a really good year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for whatever for whatever reason, it just it never materialized like we had hoped or wanted it to. 
um, had a lot of really close losses and stuff that could have used race. Sure. You know, we we were we had about the same record as I think we had almost identical record as we did the year before. Oh, yeah, and the, the sophomore year, and you know, was the year Mick Mick went down. Uh, didn't even didn't even mention that. Oh, uh, that's right. He had the yeah. Uh, we had the, yeah, we had Coach, uh, Davis. Coach Davis took over took the, took over the helm. Who did um, a, by the way did a fantastic job. Oh yeah, with, I mean, yeah. With, I think with the whole situation at hand and stuff. I mean, I don't think he could. You know, you couldn't have asked for him to do any better. Yep. At all. Um, yep. I think he did a good, good totally, job. I totally forgot about that. that yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I did too. Honestly, you know, thinking about it now, I'm like, wait, that was the year he. We didn't have. What, okay, what was that like? To how did you guys find out? So it was crazy. I remember we were we played at Nebraska, lost in like triple OT or something, mm-hmm. and and we get back and. You know, I think I think we had like one or two days in between, and then we were playing VCU at home. And so I think Mick came to like one of the practices in between, wasn't or was only there for like part of the other one. And then the VCU game was at noon on a Saturday. I remember mm-hmm. being early in the morning, and so he he I guess he found out Friday I guess. And he told us before the before the game on Saturday, and was like, "Look, you know, explain what he had to us and everything." Strong, you know, trying to draw his little pictures on the board and all that stuff. It's kind of cool. Really? Uh, yeah. Drawing on the computer on the on the like dry erase board? Yeah, of like oh, wow. his, his brain got you know kind of like how it was you know what was happening to him essentially wow. you know trying to explain it to us. Um. And that was right, like, you know, that was an hour or two or whatever it was before the game. Or it might have been a walkthrough at 8 o'clock. Um, but, yeah, that was right right before the game and whatnot. And we ended up losing that game by, by 20, which, mm-hmm. you, know, once, you know, once you have your coach go down like that, you know, Tough. It's not. It's not surprising that that happened. Right. Um, right. That way, and that was a good VCU team too. So you know, I can't. I can't say it's not like we lost to a bad team. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't think he could have told us any differently. It's not like he could have just not told us and not coached. But even if he told us Friday, you know, right when he found out, you know, it's not. I don't think it would. I don't think it would change anything. Yeah, and that's that's great, and that's bad bad uh, bad job on my part for for not remembering that and bringing that yeah, up. Me but, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you, yeah, I totally forgot. And, and I think Coach Davis, yeah, definitely hats off to him for the job that he did. Oh, uh, agreed. You know that season. Wow. Um, and, and and jumping back to your, your your junior year, talking about you know kind of a frustrating season, and you said that you know you guys had a similar record. Uh, your sophomore year, you were twenty three and eleven. Your junior year, you were twenty two and eleven. So yeah, one the, less the, win. The, the one difference is we lost first round in the NCAA tournament versus our sophomore year, we won the first round. That's right. That's, that's right. Uh, and you guys, that 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 junior year, you guys 
really the only ranked team that you beat was SMU, I think, on senior night. So prior to that, you guys really hadn't mm-hmm. beaten any any ranked opponent. Um, lose to St. Joe's um, in yeah. the tournament. Um, yeah, that's another team. You know, people see St. Joe's like all. Oh. Yeah, they had some. They had DeAndre Bembry. He he's still in the league right now. You know, they yeah. had the, they had the other tall, the tall skinny kid who could shoot. I forget his name though. Um, he was a really good, really good player, and then they just had some other solid players. You know, right. Then now uh, Octavius Ellis tipping no call or whatever at the end of the game. Oh god! I feel like that, I feel like that year was just full of heartbreaking losses. It was. It was. <laughs> no, it, it was a frustrating it really was. season. It really was. And, you know. Was, now, at, at any point, either prior to or this season, did you want to quit and stop playing? Um, I, you know, I don't think I ever wanted – I don't think I ever wanted to quit. I mean, def- there was definitely times where I was like, you know, am I, am I good enough to actually, you know, to be here or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I ever wanted to. I don't think I ever wanted to quit. I don't think I would have let myself quit. Yeah. Um, that was a tough question. Though. <laughs> Did you? Because it goes through a lot of, you know, I've interviewed thirty-seven former players or however many yeah. podcasts, and a lot of them it went through their minds, you know, whether it was. You know the the mental um, the mental aspect yeah. of it warmed down the physical uh-huh. with injuries and some guys want to transfer out leave. Um, in your case, did you ever think about hey I could go to a D two or go to a D three D three and play a lot? Um, you know, you know, I definitely thought about that. I mean, I definitely thought about that. You know, like what if I would have gone, you know, straight to one of these other schools out of high school? Um, I don't think I ever thought about like you know after my sophomore year, junior year, whatever, transferring somewhere. But definitely I would thought about, you know, how it could have been different if I would have gone to one of those other D3 schools or whatever right out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still think about that sometimes, you know, how my entire life path could have been <laughs> different yeah. uh, if I would have you know, done that. Absolutely. Um but now, now we got to jump into your senior year, 2016, 2017, and there, there just was a lot of things I think going on this year, uh, that particular season, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys were 30 and six. Um, I think you got fantastic leadership, great guys. Troy, yeah. Troy Copain is a very, in my opinion, a very underrated Bearcat that. I think deserves a lot more credit. I think he gets credit, but he deserves a lot more yeah. credit oh, for agree. a lot, of, right? For a lot of things he, that he's done. He, he was one of those guys. He was never, I'll say, he's never the flashiest guy. He's mm-hmm. never the most athletic guy. He was never the you know the best shooter, but he was just a guy that won a lot right. of games. Yeah, he, he was a winner. He competed. He never won it. He hated losing. Um, I think that was one of his best you know best attributes. He's very vo- very vocal vocal leader. Um, yep. So that's great. That's always, you know, that's a, that's a must have at the point guard position. For sure. And then that year, you know, when you're a senior, he's a senior. Yep. Um, we're watching the, the development of Gary Clark. You know, he's coming into mm-hmm. his, to his own. And, you know, you add guys like uh, Jaron Cumberland and, 
and Kyle Washington. Um, You start to put all these things together. Um, How is it for you? Your last year. I mean, do you did you feel? I know it's a little bit tough being a walk on at the end of the bench. Did you feel like a leader? Did you feel like feel like a veteran? Yeah, I you know I did. You know, with me, uh, Kevin Kevin Johnson and Troy kind of you know leading the charge and whatnot. I uh, you know I think I was I think my senior year was I was I had the most confidence of any year. You know I I. I lost like twenty, like twenty pounds or something. So I went from I, I went from playing like my freshman junior or freshman sophomore junior at like around two two forty or so to about two fifteen. So I was I was a little bit more athletic. <laughs> I was, <laughs> Just I was, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I was what, I was I was enough. Uh, so what was up with that transformation? What what sparked that? I don't know. I kind of was just like, oh, I kind of wanted to change change things change things up a little bit. So I always, you know, I still had my you know strength and all that. I just lost some of the some of the extra fat. I wanted myself to get a little quicker and be able to to be able to, you know, I felt like if I did that, I could do a little do a little more. You know, I could mm-hmm. you know, try to try to attempt to beat people off the bounce and stuff like that instead of right solely working in the post and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Because at my height, you know, there's not very many six five centers right. <laughs> right. in college basketball. Uh, so I, yeah, I thought I thought you know if it's you know you know if last year what else I got to lose? So I just you know my whole key was I just didn't eat as much as normal. Mm-hmm. So like instead of eating an entire pizza, I would eat like half of one. See that's my <laughs> and that's how I did that's how I did it. <laughs> that's my problem. I I, I go to Dewey's. And I get a yeah. large, and I eat the yeah. whole large. I'm very selfish with that. I'm greedy. Right. That's, yeah. that's one of my problems, Z. So we we shared that. <laughs> uh, did you did you feel like you could lead vocally? Yeah, a little. Bit. You know, I, you know, if, if, especially like in practice and stuff like that. I felt, you know, I felt like at that point, you know, I you know been there for four years, so I knew, you know, almost knew exactly what the coaches were going to say, and you know, if somebody would come off, you know. They don't always like to hear it from one of the coaches or whatever, you know. Right. But I try to go over there, you know, and help them how how I could. Um, maybe try to give them my point of, my point of view on things and stuff. Um, and, and let's let's be honest, you really you really slimmed down and changed your body because you knew about the Tober time going to be on the screen. <laughs> like, that's really why you did it, right? <laughs> right? Right. I had to do it. I mean, I, you know. It, I just dropped my phone. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it did help. You know, so look good, look good, feel good. I guess you could say. <laughs> so, take t- take us to the Tober time. How how that's that that all came about. So that all came about. I think it was like middle of my sophomore year. I want to say. Okay. Um, a guy named John Horton. I thought it was thought it was Tim Horton. No, it's John Horton. <laughs> I don't know if there's any relation to the 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 baker the bakery, <laughs> but uh, oh, he was the, he was the funniest funniest guy, nicest dude ever. He uh-huh. he ran he ran like the scoreboard and stuff like that during the games and all that. Um, he was with the media department, and he came up to me before one game. He's like, "I got this great idea. It's like we're gonna 
right before you get in the game, we're going to play this video on the board and yada, 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 what's going on. He had this big, great idea with everything. And I was just kind of like, I mean, this was like only like the second or third time I ever like talked to the guy. So I was like, you know, sure. But, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, that's fine. I don't care. And then that's, that's when it, that's when it came onto the board. And I think he had, he had like the Star Wars theme song on it going and stuff. And I was just dying laughing. I was like, oh God, what is happening? I can only imagine what like, Mick thought, like, get the coaching staff like, what is going on right now? When I, when I first saw it, I was like, <laughs> did they just put up Tobler time? <laughs> it was, uh, I was like, I, you know, I didn't really know what to think of it at first and stuff, but it, it really caught on quickly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, it really did. Like, the hashtag, when the hash, did the hashtag come at that point, or was that senior year? Or I think that was that might have been at that point, but it didn't really. I mean, that was kind of like right when Twitter was really starting to to take off and whatnot. Like I, had, you yeah, know, I just got a Twitter right when I got to college, um, so that all was still relatively new. <laughs> right, right. Man, that that the one video when it when it reached its height when you when you would get in the game. And the the video of you going on the jumbotron and the, and having that clock <laughs> and you shaking it, man, that oh, was funny. Oh, thing. hilarious! Yeah, they they did that. Um, we were doing like our little video shoots at the beginning of the year. They're like, oh, we got this idea here. Let's you know just do this. Where I was like, oh god, <laughs> I, like, I don't even want to watch it on the thing. You know, <laughs> totally uh, but it was all fun. it was all fun. You know, all fun. Absolutely. And you became. You became a meme too. The the one the like the image of you when I think they called a foul on you. Oh, and yeah, 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 I'm a uh, a gif, a gif, a gif, a gif, yeah, or GIF? A GIF? Uh, I I've heard I both. I say I gif, but I do too. <laughs> uh, um, it, 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 people use that. Like I see that every now oh, and then. It's hilarious. It's per. I mean, it's really a. It's honestly like, it's a pretty funny and like it can be used for a plethora of different <laughs> things. I, you know, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's hilarious. Oh, uh, but that, that, that exact moment though, because I remember it because it was, so that was on senior night actually. Um, and I stole the ball from Rob Gray from Houston and mm-hmm. they called a foul. I picked him at half court. I'm pissed because I would have had a dunk. Mm. Oh, it would have been great. Your um, first career dunk. Yeah, yeah, and they called it literally. Literally, that would have been my first dunk ever. Like, I don't want to say first dunk ever, but first dunk in a game ever. Yeah, I would, and I had it. And then they called the foul, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I was so pissed. I remember. And then I got, and then I got taken right after that. (laughs) And and you you started senior night. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. I mean, that was an awesome experience, and I didn't know I was going to until – so we went – we would go out, and then we would come back in, like, 10 minutes before the game or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's when he told me we were going – I was going to start. Like, he, that, I didn't know if I was going to or not. I didn't really care because, I mean, I guess that's just how I am or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have cared either way. Um, right. But it was definitely – it was definitely, you know – appreciate him for 
giving me that, you know, that chance and, you know, that moment in my life. Um, so I'll never, I'll never forget, never forget that. But he actually drew up a play right before, right before that too. Like that was, he was like, Hey, you know, you're starting or run, you know, drew up a play on the board. We're getting you the ball. Okay. I'll do it. And then I got, you know, Troy got me the assist on it. That's his history, I guess. That is, that is awesome. And, and two things happened. I mean, you became such a fan favorite and Mick, I think just absolutely loved you. Why? Like, why did all that come together? Do you think that, that the fans really embraced you the way they did? Cause, and listen, I love Alex Eppensteiner. He's my guy, and he did a great job. But the fans embraced you to another level. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain that. And I, you know, I don't know if it's just you know, like I said before, with social media becoming more of a prevalent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once you know when I was in there versus when he was or yeah. any of the, any of that mm-hmm. um, easier access to any of that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't really know how, to, I don't know how to, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough question. And, and, and Mick, I mean, just Mick, Mick treated you, treated you great. Yeah. Oh yeah. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't ask for anything better. You know, just treated me like any, any one of the other players, you know, if I, if I messed up or missed a rotation in practice, I got I got cussed out just like everybody else. <laughs> and that's so, all you can ask for. Just oh, I, agreed. Just cussing I, out. I, yeah. Agreed. 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 So you know, I, you know, thank him and the rest of the coaching staff. And can't, you know, can't thank him enough for the opportunity that they they gave gave me uh, being a part of that. Mm. But yeah, it's it crazy. And and your senior year, you finally, you guys finally beat. Savior. Oh yeah, that was. I think that game might have been like Jaron Cumberland's coming out party. You know, okay. we had, we had, we had a good. Everyone. Well, that was the game when God, that one kid. Uh, what was his name? The shooter for them. JP. Uh, why am I blanking? No. Uh, uh, why am I blanking? He, he he played with the kid from Indiana. From Indianapolis, I think. Uh, blew it, blew it. Yeah, yeah. he had, he had, yeah, he yeah. had forty and had like thirty-six or like ten, ten or twelve threes in the first half or something, dude. Absolutely, easily one of the best. That was one of the performances. Oh, agreed. That was one of the best, you know, shooting performances I've seen. In and, and and to think, if he didn't do that, you guys oh, win by. Oh my god! I mean, we ended up winning the game by. 15 or so, mm-hmm. or 10, 10 or 15. Yeah, if he didn't do all that, we would have won at 30. I mean, if he just would have had a normal game for him. <laughs> right. But that was the game when, every, you know, I think we all we all played well all around. Um, but, yeah, I think Jaron had, like, 15 points or something. I think that was, you know, he had a lot of big moments that game as a, as a true freshman and everything. Yep. Not a lot. Yep. Um, and in that season, one thing that I, I one I guess the the battles I really liked your your senior year were the battles against SMU. Yeah. Um, you know, it was like I think I think you guys split in the regular season. I think in the loss in the conference, 
the conference yeah, we lost, tournament. We lost in the final still. Yes. Yep. Yes. But those that battles that, was that a year. Tough game. Oh, yeah. Those they were really good battles. teams. Yeah, they had the uh, semi-Ajele guy. Oh, my. Uh, he was a specimen. He was a beast. Um, great player. Um, they had a few, a few guys that were real good. Um, yeah, that was those were some those were some great battles. Oh um, yeah, and, and going into the NCAA tournament, um, you guys obviously have a have a really good team. It's your last opportunity mm-hmm. in the NCAA tournament. I know for me, I think my last year, um, we had a good team, and we're going to the tournament. Man, and I the night before, all I could think about prior to the first the first round game was like, dang, I wonder what it would be like to be in the Final Four. And yeah. I just thought about a lot of these things. Did you think about much going into that last NCAA tournament of your career? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I thought we had as good of an opportunity as ever to to, to to make some noise and stuff. And the first game we played Kansas State, and that was like a game that, before and during, it was one of those games where you, where you were just like, we're, there's no way we're losing to these, this team. Mm-hmm. And we beat them. I mean, we were winning the whole game. Ended up winning by 10 or 15 points. It was one of those. We never, you know, it was one of those games where you're always like, you, know, you just you just know you're going to win. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of like, you know, trying to prepare for, for uh, UCLA. UCLA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was that was another one of those teams that's kind of like the uh, the UK team from my sophomore year. They're just supremely talented. Had a whole bunch of NBA <laughs> guys. Lonzo Ball. They had the TJ uh, TJ Leaf. Leaf who plays for the Pacers or did play for them. Um, they just had a whole bunch of just really uber talented guys. Yeah, um, they, they had, had like they had the holiday guys. they had the holiday brother. One of the Holiday yeah. brothers on that team. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they they were just, you know, as good as we were, and we had a really good year. I mean, and we that was another thing. We, you know, we battled them the whole, the whole game. We're playing right there with them the whole game. And, the, you know, they made a couple shots, like eight minutes left. They, they made a couple, couple threes, extended the lead in a little bit, and, you know, just – couldn't couldn't muster enough at the end, unfortunately. I know, and and ironically, Mick, you know, ends up going to UCLA. Ends up, yeah, right. <laughs> I know, right. Yeah, so crazy. Right. I think about that often when, like, you know, I watch Mick, you know, coaching for UCLA. I'm like, dang, we had some battles with UCLA. I know. Well, yeah, we so we lost to them then, and I remember their first road trip the following year was out to UCLA, it and was. they just yeah they. They beat them out there, and I was, you know, yep. so happy, you know, that they were able to get get a little bit of revenge. Oh, were you? Yeah, I went to I went to oh, the, nice. I went to that game at you. I went to believe it or not, I went to the game at UCLA for football and hoops because they were they were like that wasn't the same year, was it? Or was it? Uh, it wasn't the same year, was it? Oh, I can't I remember. It, I can't remember. I can't remember either, but I remember because remember the UCLA football game. It was an early season game, and yeah, we were, exactly. We were getting beat, yeah, and people were leaving, and uh, 
I was with some friends, and my, my friends just were hanging out, and I'm like, man, I think UC could come back. And they're like, man, this game's over, bro. And I'm like, <laughs> no, we're not leaving. And then Bearcats come back and win that, yeah. win that win the football game. And then yeah. basketball, it was like, I thought we, you know, kind of dominated that game. but Oh, yeah. Yeah, that football game was, I think that was the big uh, Luke Pickle coming out party. It was. Yep. Uh, I, I agree with that. It was. I'm a big, big football guy, you know. Honestly, if yeah. I could have, if that's one thing that I could have redone, I would have, I would have played football. Wait, wait, you would have played football out of high school or in high yeah. school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cupcats. I would have. Football program's amazing. Oh yeah, they're really good now. They weren't as good when I was there, but right now they're just they dominate everybody now. Yeah. I don't know what happened if they start feeding them different water or something, but these kids are really good. <laughs> there, is, there is different water in northern Kentucky. Man. Yeah, I know, right. You know that, right? <laughs> hey, what do you, what do you, when you, when you reflect back on your time with the Bearcats, what do you, what do you look like? What, what's the greatest moment for you as you look back? The greatest moment for me, I'd say, you know, on, one of the, you know, one of the coolest things that I think happened to me was on the end of senior night, they they got a tech, they pulled a, uh, they pulled a Michigan and called a timeout when they didn't have any. Mm-hmm. Um, got a tech with, uh, I forget how many, so there was like five or ten, there wasn't a whole lot of time left in the game. And so they get they get attacked. We're shooting a free throw, and Mick comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, you, want, you ready to shoot this?" Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I'm standing there by myself. The whole cheering section in front of me going crazy. Yeah. And I, up, and I end up making it, and that was the <laughs> that was the last point ever scored in the old fifth third arena before they Dang. demolished it. So that's always kind of that's kind of a cool little. You know, that's one of my, I don't want to say claim to fame, but that's my, that's my trivia. That's my Zach Tobler trivia question. That is like, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. That is awesome. <laughs> no, that's all, off, a, off, a, off a technical free throw. That is awesome. We have to find out who was the first to score. Yeah, I know, right? You were the yeah. last. So wow, I, scored, cool. I scored the, the first point of that game, the first two points, and the last point of that game. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's a neat little act, I guess. That's something. No, that, that's pretty a, cool. That's a great memory. And 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 you guys were the last group to play in the old Fifth Third Arena. Yep. Yeah, I remember it was crazy. We were coming out of of the locker room, and they were taking banners down and getting ready to to renovate it. <laughs> like they wasted I, no time. I remember. None. Remember after the after the game that all that confetti was coming down and oh were, yeah, yep. That was great. Yeah, we were all out there. Yeah, it was it was fun. Um, man, your 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 great your greatest memory is is better than mine and a lot of others. That's pretty. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, um, honestly, it wasn't even a games, uh, um, in game or or performance based thing. It was, yeah. it was on senior night when my mom and dad yeah. walked out with me. Yeah, and like I always. Like growing up, I always went to the Bearcat games mm-hmm. and I always got emotional when my favorite Bearcats would like hug, you know, Coach yeah. Huggins. 
right. you know, senior night. Yeah. Like Eric Hicks, who was like one of my favorites. And, oh yeah. You know, like all these guys, I watch them, you know, hug and 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 you know, you watch guys do that. Everybody gets emotional. Yeah. And I always wanted that moment, man. I couldn't wait for that moment. So when I hugged, you know, Coach Huggins and my mother and father, you know, hugged them. Uh-huh. Somebody took a picture of my mother and father and Huggins talking to my mom and dad. And I remember Coach Huggins saying, hey, you know, thank you for yeah. allowing your son to, to play that's in awesome. the program. Yeah, so we had that picture framed and Hug signed it. So that's that's my favorite. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's that is my cool. Favorite. That's my greatest memory for sure. Now, there's one thing that you did not do during your career, and I challenged you every year to this. Do you remember? <laughs> I scored more points in one game than you. Yes. You I, hey, close. I scored more. I scored more points in a career, though. You did. You did. So that it's a it's a it's a win win situation. I think. I'll, I'll give you that. But I, I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Is, here's the thing, like. Every walk-on that has come after me, I challenge them to to beat that. I, I'd love mm-hmm. to see somebody beat that because, as you know, when you get into the game as a walk-on, fans want to see you score. They want to see right. you score oh, a yeah. bunch they don't, and a lot. They want you to yeah, score, touch the ball, anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could catch it on the other side of the court, and you're like, shoot it, shoot it. <laughs> I know, duck up from every corner. I'm 86-0. <laughs> But I would challenge you. What, what was your what was your what your your single game? I scored five, like three or four times. I scored Man. five a couple times, a few times. Oh. That One time was, was all free throws. I remember that. That <laughs> was that was the so I had seven. So you were really yeah. close. Yeah. You were close. I was cheering for you, man. <laughs> I had hey. opportunities. I. uh uh, there was two games where I played like six minutes, but I think I just I wasn't used to playing that much in a game <laughs> that I was just trying to like stay alive. I remember one game you were so tired, I was, dude. I was, well, that's not, you know, I'm, I'm just not used to, you know, besides practice, I'm not used to playing in an actual game that much. I get in for a minute, minute thirty or whatever, and that's nothing. But like, you know, you get to the going through and you get to a timeout and you're just dying and you're like, oh shit, I got to go back out there. <laughs> Mick, was, Mick, was, Mick was joking on the bench one time. I was like, dude, am I going to need to get you a sub? <laughs> I was just I, like, I, oh God. I was like, I can't let that happen. I'll never forget this. So, you know, I would wait around after the games. I would talk <laughs> to you, talk to your family. And usually every game you were, you know, you were not bad with coming out, you know, fairly, in a, in a fairly decent manner. But one yeah. time you took forever, and it was one of the games you you played a bunch. And I think I can't remember if your mom or dad was like, "Dude, where's you been?" And you were like, "I had to shower this time." Like I had to shower. <laughs> I was like, I the first time it. ever. <laughs> I didn't like, get that. Amazing. What was what was the, the most minutes you played in the game? Was what was it six or? Yeah, it was like six something. I think I did that twice. Once against. Once against. Two lane, okay. I forget who the other one was against. Was there? Uh, yeah, that wasn't okay. Yeah, I, I forget what game you. There was one game you you played a lot. I went to lane. I don't know if it was like Farley Dickinson or somebody like that. Maybe that's what it was when we beat them by like eighty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you played a bunch. Now there were some uh, folks on Twitter 
um, I tweeted out um, that I wanted to ask you some questions and yeah. uh, or wanted Twitter, you know, Bearcat fans on Twitter to ask some questions. So I've got a couple for you here um, from at Tom Tobler. <laughs> the question is, who is your favorite uncle? Who's my favorite uncle? Gosh, man, there's too many, too many good ones to choose. I have to go with Uncle Tom because he, you know, he, he tweeted out to you, so how can I how can I say no to that? <laughs> I, I, I figured you would say that. That's amazing. Um, from at jpuck2, he wants to know one story about practice or game that hasn't been told before from you. So, okay, I, I, it wasn't in a game. It was right before a game during warm-ups, so okay. I guess I'll, I'll count that. Um. Uh, so we were at Houston. This is my freshman year. We were at Houston, and I kind of I usually tried to get down, you know, onto the court a, a little bit earlier just so I could get some shots up. Because when all the other guys came out, I didn't really, you know, mm-hmm. try to you know, get mine or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So so I walked down early. I'm the first one down, and one of the uh, one of the video guys, you know, that sits underneath the baskets and stuff for CBS or whoever it was mm-hmm. at the time. He looks at me. He's like, hey, are you Sean Kilpatrick? And I said, <laughs> I literally was just like, what? <laughs> and I was like, no, he'll probably be down in a minute. <laughs> I was just like, I was so confused. Because I'm like, what planet are you on right now? <laughs> so I'm, and, you know, I don't, I don't know how many people know. I don't, you know, I don't usually – tell that a whole a whole lot but i'm like what yeah. it's just like i was so confused because i was like that's, how how's like how what? Yeah, that's that's pretty hard to put <laughs> you up I'm, right right well, on, yeah. on, on, there's so many levels on why that's just not possible <laughs> but, I, mean, I mean i know we got a lot of similarities but, I mean, <laughs> oh god that's so, good. That's i think good. that's a that's a pretty funny you know that is from my freshman year, nonetheless. That's good. All right, the next one I have is from at Bearcat Ben, and he wants to know: <laughs> Does he say it's Tobler time every time he walks in a room? <laughs> and if you don't, uh, I really think you should. I, <laughs> maybe I'll start. You know, I don't, but it's funny. <laughs> a couple of the people that I work with. Like in mm-hmm. the mor- like in the morning, like literally probably once a week, they'll say it. Like in the morning, like when they walk in and see me, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> they'll say like it's. They'll be like, "Don't I'm like, "Oh god," it's like it still goes on. But I, do I say it? No, but some people still do. That's good. It. <laughs> That's good. Love That's it. Funny. Um, the last one I have here is from um, at VN Two Saints, and he wants to know who is the hardest guy that you had to uh, guard against in practice or games? Hardest guy? Uh, You know, I'm going to say either either Justin Jennifer or Kane Broom, just because my my lack of quickness and their uh, (laughs) plentiful amounts of quickness really wasn't very compatible. Yep. (laughs) So I had to, you know, that, that that was definitely rough. I get that. <laughs> I get that. That's that's 
you know, and I, I was I was talking, I think it was the beginning of this season, I was talking to Terry Nelson and Dermar Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, I said, like, with Coach Brandon now taking over the program, a guy like Kane Broom would have flourished just the way he yeah. plays. Don't you agree mm-hmm. with that? You played with yeah, Kane. I th- yeah, I think Kane would have done really, you know, after seeing Brandon's um, system being implemented and stuff this past year. Um, with a lot of the run-and-gun type. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he would have done – he would have done really really well. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's one of the, you know, one of the fastest dudes you know, I've ever seen <laughs> on, on the court. Right, uh, right. What, now, what did you think – let's – before I get into my last part here, what, what what was your impression this year of Coach Brandon and the squad? I thought he did well. I mean, I thought they, you know, I thought they battled a lot. It really reminded me a lot of my sophomore year. I mean, I had a few returning guys. A lot, half the team was, you know, brand new. Um, mm-hmm. They had a different coach. I mean, we had, you know, um, Coach Davis, you know, when mm-hmm. Coach Cronin went down and stuff. So, was, you know, I think there'd be a lot of similarities. Had a lot of, had a lot of tough battles, finished with the, you know, Won a won a lot of games, uh, lost some games that probably shouldn't have lost. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of close games, <laughs> Heart, you know, heartbreakers and stuff. Tons of. Them. Um, overall, I think it was great. You know, you can't ask for any more. Won won the league. Would have been the number one seed in the tournament. I thought they were really they were really coming on towards the end. Of I the did year, too. I, think. I thought they were they were they st- you know they started really understanding what Brandon wanted from them um, and expected out of them. Um, so they're really starting to to gel as a team and really starting to put it all together. Um, so it's kind of disappointing to see the season end how it did um, without that opportunity, especially a guy like Trey Scott, who was just an absolute warrior at the end of the season. No question. I mean, dude yeah. was getting 20-20 like, like it was nothing. It was easy. I don't want to say level shape. Oh, elite! You know that's if if I could say anything about like to a kid or whatever coming up, I'd tell them go watch Trey Scott's season this past year. You know, if you could emulate anything, without a doubt. And I think you're right. You know, towards the end of the season, they really started to get their mojo together. And I heard that the last three practices leading into that conference tournament were were the best they had all year. You know, Jaron's feeling mm-hmm. as healthy as he Start, was all season. Right, starting yeah. to really engage, you know. And, and like you said, like I, I even talked to Trey Scott, and, and when I interviewed him, he was like, I'm telling you, Meech, we were turning the corner. Like I, I yeah. was like – he was like, man, I was – I was really positive we were going to make a run. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, that's just disappointing, you know? Yeah. But that's that's life sometimes. Yeah. Do, you st- do you still go to, to games? Yeah, I, I try to get to as many as I can. You know, it's it's kind of hard, especially with the past few years when I've been um, assist, assistant coaching over a cup pass and stuff, you know, obviously right. our seasons are right inter- intertwined. Um so it's hard for me to to make as many as I'd like to. Um, I get to a handful uh, every every year though. Um, yep. It's always it's always it's always fun going going back and I mean the new arena is just immaculate. 
Oh. <laughs> so much, you know, so much better than what we had. I know. But that's how it should be. I'm kind of jealous. I'm kind of jealous, but you know, it, it needs to be getting better. Needed, needed upgrade. And it's it's uh, cool. Like, of course, it's it's awesome and great to to play and and you know be a bear cat. But I think it's so cool to go back as a former player. It is practicing games, right? Yeah, and that and I mean, even like now, um, going back to practice and games and stuff that you see, and even. Being able to coach and stuff at Cuff Cast, you know, you hear a lot of people say this, but I almost get more out of it now, you know, helping these kids and seeing these kids succeed and do well than mm-hmm. when I was when I was a player and stuff, you know. Yep, it's really cool. Yep, for sure. Well, I want to end here on the quick questions, quick answers. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, quick questions, quick quick answers with Zach Tobler. Here we go. <laughs> Number one, who is your favorite? Musical artist of all time. It could be my a solo favorite or group. Favorite mu- musical artist of all time. Uh, probably Vince Sevenfold. <laughs> What'd you say? Vince Sevenfold. The the rock band. I'm not. I'm not even hip to that man. I, I feel. Uh, I feel you, bad you, that I don't know your favorite. You got Spotify or something? I- <laughs> I do. I gotta check, I check, to check them out. Yeah, check them I'm out. actually a little nervous to look this up because I know you listen to some crazy stuff, man. From back in the day, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried. How how was that going from, you know, when you played at UC, knowing there's like all hip hop in the locker room. It was yeah, and that's what I was saying before. Like, I I feel like I listen to like everything. Um, or I like you know, I, there's there's not a lot of music that I'm just like, wow, I really don't like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I was fine listening to it. I liked it all, you know. It's it's cool, you know, listening to all the, you know, what they wanted to do before, before games and right. all that. You know, I listen to country, you know, country music, everything. So there's nothing. I'm sure there's no, you know, there was no anyway. country in the locker room being played. Right? No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I no. can't see that happening. Yeah. All right, question number two. This yep. is actually a very important question because I thought about this because you always would challenge me. But I want to ask you this. Play you one-on-one? Who wins in a one-on-one competition right now? Today. Me or you? Yes. Bro, that is not even a question. Right I now. Would still, I would still give you buckets. You think you still get – are you – Yes. Exactly. No. You a large pizza. No, I don't care. Huh? Doesn't matter. You think you okay? Because you used to. Ch- I remember I come to practice when you were playing. I know. You always say no. You always well, say no. Time, I was really, scared. I was really busy. I was busy. Oh, I oh right, 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 right. I had to go. You're just I had to go. Out, of, out of practice, hanging out, but then you were too busy <laughs> to stay five extra minutes. You would, and, I, I, and take it out. But I would. I would. I would. I would always shoot against you. At practice, I would do that. I would, I do. We do look shooting contests and stuff. I, I wouldn't do the one on one. I didn't want to make you look bad in front of you. You can't. You can't I don't you want can't, like the guys to be like, oh, the old heads just came in here and beat them one on one. I'm just, like, I'm just, I'm just too, too big for you. You can, you can, you can handle you, it. You used to always say that. You used to think you could just post me up. That's oh cool. yeah. All right. Okay. Um. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on to number three. All right. We're there's, there's three people. It's you, Gary Clark, and Farad Cobb. Who is the best fisherman? Who 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 who's the best who, fisherman? Yes. 
well, I, I don't know. I hate to say myself, um, but we usually didn't end up doing a whole lot of catching. We caught, we caught some, we caught. Some, <laughs> Is that the point know? of it, though? That's, a... that's that's true. We we would catch a little bit. I I don't know. You know, that's what, with fishing, it's hard to it's hard to uh, perfect it. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd say me. Between, Gary, between Gary Clark. I interviewed Gary Clark, and he's really serious about about fishing. Yeah, yeah. Very serious. He told me uh-huh. when he finishes his NBA career, he would like to be on like those ESPN fishing shows, like in oh, yeah. tournaments. He wants uh-huh. to have his own fishing line. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what I, that means. I remember we used to we used to talk about that and stuff. <laughs> Getting our, getting our, getting our own like you know lake or something we can go fish. You know. So you can, you you can, you're a better fisher than Gary. I'd say at least right now. But once you know, once he's done with once he's done with all that, and then he has he has some time, time to focus to, time to focus on it. He'll he'll probably pass me up. Okay, I'm gonna text him and tell him you said that. So we'll, we'll see. Barrage just caught like a little tiny fish. <laughs> <laughs> but he likes to fish too, though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I would take, I'd, t- I'd take all those guys uh, fishing, and we go, we go down to my farm and we'd shoot, shoot guns and stuff like that. It was fun. It was actually funny. I forget who it was. It might have been Nasir Brooks, maybe. And we mm-hmm. were, we were going down to my farm, and I'll never forget this. That was the first time he had ever seen a cow before. Oh. Okay, yeah, I kid you not. They're like it was the first time I've ever seen one. It thought it was like the greatest thing ever. Really? Because he's from Philly. He's yeah, from Philly, right? Yeah, yeah. He's I think I, I'm like ninety percent sure it was him. Um, what, yeah, what was his reaction? Never, did he did he pet? Yeah. He, well, we were just dri- we were just driving. It was that one of the there's a couple of farms next to us that have a whole bunch of cows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he was just like in awe because you know. <laughs> it's honestly sweet because never, you know, I've never seen one before, and, and me just driving along, I don't even think twice about it. Right, you're just like whatever, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you know, people living, you know, completely growing up, having completely different lives and stuff. You don't realize. <laughs> that's that's funny. You know, I, I I had a buddy who came into town, and um, we went to watch a, a high school basketball game. And um, I'm not going to say what school we were we were watching the game, but it's, it's here locally, but a little further out east. And um, so I took him, and he's he's from, you know, really like a city area. He's not from, yeah. you know, much country. And we went out to this, this high school game, and I said, hey, let's just get there a little bit early for, like, the start of the JV game. So it was still, you know, light outside a little bit. And we're, 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 we're like, pulling up close to the school, and he's like, what the hell are those? And I look, and I'm like, Dude, I don't even know. So we drive over, and it was a llama farm. Oh, and he that's was hilarious. Like, man, I've never seen anybody <laughs> so terrified. Like yeah. he, he was like, "Look, I grew up in a gangbanging area. I've seen yep. people get shot." He goes, "I'm more scared right now than that I've that ever llama. been in my life." He said, "What is that?" I was like, "That's a llama." We had to Google a llama. That's hilarious. And I it was like, it was so. It that was hilarious, funny. but you get some guys that just yeah they you know. don't. But we see it and we're like, oh, that's a llama farm. That's, that's right. Cow, whatever. Right. 
but you know, you grow you grow up in the city your whole life and stuff. You're just never never seen it. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. Now, my last question for you. Yep. Okay. I usually ask this question to every former player. During your career, you see, you got to pick one guy, one guy that you're going to take to battle with you. Who's that one guy? Man, one guy. One guy. That's that's tough. You know, is, there's so, there's tough. there's so many. You know, I have a lot of options right now. You do. <laughs> you do, but you got to pick one. Oh see? man, one one guy. You know, if I had had to go with anybody, it'd probably be Justin Jackson. Boom. That dude was not scared of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> JJ is crazy, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. And he, you know, it, he would be my choice, I think. I love it. I love it. And he became, man, he became a fan favorite. Oh, he, I mean, he, had his, he did. He had the T-shirts with his face on it. Uh huh, and he, he 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 you know he he became more of just a a defensive block shot guy. I mean he he averaged twelve or fourteen points a game for us. You know. I know. I know. Yeah, he was he was definitely one of those guys that you know when he left, it was like, hey, we've got to recruit a guy like Justin yep. Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. we need a Justin Jackson every single year. That says yep. a lot. And that's and that, that. And, and that's like you know. That was the Gary Clark's, the the mm-hmm. Trace, the Trey, the Trace Scotts. Yes, um, yes. Just relentless, wanted to win, did everything. Yep. yep. Well, this has been great, man. It's great to yep. catch up on your story and uh, and hear some things that I've never heard before. Even though we're we're really close <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm, yeah, it's good good hearing some of this stuff, and I'm sure the fans would like to hear more. And um. You know, because, you know, one of the things I love about this podcast is it's given me the opportunity to to really, in long-form interviews, have guys tell their story that not, you know, don't always, you know, get to tell their story. They don't get – I've interviewed guys, Zach, and, they, and they've said uh-huh. to me, like, no one's ever, like, really interviewed me. And really? They were, yeah, they were, like, really That's good crazy. players. And yeah. so to, to be able to have them – Give them the platform to tell their story has has been really cool and, yeah, and that's awesome. also for you to to be able to tell your story because you were definitely a a fan favorite still a fan favorite people are putting <laughs> that gif out of you all the time I know so, right yeah that's fun and um and, and good luck coaching at Cup well, thank you. you guys year in and year out always have you know great squad and great uh-huh. players oh yeah yeah we should we should have another good good year this year we just were able to start up practice because of all the coronavirus craziness and oh whatnot. So and that's trying, to, trying to work through all that right now and have practice and stuff. It's kind of, it's crazy. It is crazy. And you, you guys have to, I mean, just think about like, you know, you see football, you see basketball. Oh, There's dude, no I can only imagine. Oh, right. Exactly. We don't know if they're going to have a season. Exactly. Exactly. Sure hope so, but yeah, we can only hope for this. Yep, and hope to see you. If, if we have a football and basketball season with the Bearcats, you know, obviously I hope to see you there. You're usually around. No, exactly. So we'll, uh, we'll definitely catch up here. So I want to thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so we'll, we'll definitely be in touch here soon, all right? Sounds good, man. All right, brother. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Right. See you, bye. 
I want to thank everybody for listening to our special episode, our interview series of the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. And once again, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, at Alex underscore Meacham. Meacham spelled M-E-A-C-H-A-M. Also on Facebook and LinkedIn, Alex Meacham. On Snapchat, at Big Meach 41 and soon to be on TikTok. I appreciate everybody listening to the Bearcat Basketball Podcast. Go Bearcats.